Why am I still sucking on your dick? Why am I still sucking your dick? Guess I'm trying to suck myself some love. Guess I'm trying to suck myself some love. Coming up on the program today, sexual assault is never a good answer on a game show. Plus, the unique fetish of eating toenail clippings. And Snape kills pedestrian and maims a six-year-old. Harry Potter unavailable for comment. All this coming up today. This is the biggest watermelon that I've ever seen. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Please, no confessions involving children. A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. All right, Tim Henson, back here with you starting a new week of programs. Uh, You know, I have a a love-hate relationship with Steve Harvey. I went through years uh, refusing to watch Family Feud because Steve Harvey annoyed me so much. And uh, I broke down because I'm an old lady and there was nothing else to watch on TV one day. So I I started watching the Game Show Network and uh, it's been on the television ever since. I have yet to change the channel. We are going on week seven of an all Game Show Network diet. Still not bored of it. I do see Steve Harvey's mustache in my sleep, which is a little unsettling. And ultimately, I kind of have warmed up to him as a host. I still think the show itself is trash. It was developed to entertain the lowest common denominator. Just really low class, low rent. And I realize how ridiculous this sounds talking about a game show like this. But if you... Watch the the original Family Feud, which was on for decades, right? Through the, what, 70s, 80s, 90s. We all know how the game works, right? There's a board with, like, the like the top seven answers. And uh, the, the, the producers of Family Feud have polled random Americans for their top answer to a question, right? So the, the question in the original series is innocent and boring. 
top five answers on the board. Name something you need to do yard work. And people will be like, shovel, gloves, rake, lawnmower. All valid answers. That's how the game is played. The questions on Steve Harvey's Family Feud are crafted so there's always that one answer that can be dirty or immature, you know, and Steve Harvey can mug for the camera for a bit. Like, all right, top five answers on the board. Name something a woman might suck on. The first, you know, answer will be like, thumb, her thumb. All right, that's on the board. A popsicle. Popsicles on the board. Her boyfriend's wiener. The audience erupts. Steve gets quiet, has his mouth slightly open, eyes bulging, and he, you know, slowly walks over to the contestant. Why would you, on television, say wiener? You do know this is on TV. Your pastor is going to be watching this. And it's like, yeah, but that's why the, the question was crafted like that. The whole reason someone came up with the with the question, let, let's ask America, stuff women suck on is to get that wiener, to get to get someone to say wiener in front of Steve Harvey so Steve Harvey can mug. I know I have complained about this before. I don't care. It drives me up the wall. Top seven answers on the board. Name something that comes out your rear end. Poop, Steve. Why would you come on my show? Looking all dressed up. Got your family here. Your Mima's over here. Look me in the eye and say poop. Well, because it's the number one fucking answer. You asked a question and I answered, Steve. Christ. The hell else comes out of the asshole. The reason why I bring this up today is because I've got a clip from the original Family Feud. This is a true what the fuck moment. I would have I would have loved to see Steve Harvey's reaction here. Now to be fair to Steve, this question is a little out of the norm for the original Family Feud. It's a, it's a little more racy. The question is, you know, I don't know what top 7 answers on the board or something. Name something that is illegal that you've thought of doing. And it's not just a regular episode of Family Feud. It's one of those like special celebrity editions, but the celebrities are really lame. I think this took place in the 80s and it was like the cast of Lost in Space, which at that time in the 80s, the show was fucking off the air for decades and decades. I mean, Lost in Space was from like the 1950s or something. The cast of Lost in Space versus the cast of Hawaiian Eye. I had to look that shit up on Wikipedia because I've never even heard of that show. It's like a detective show that took place in Hawaii. Again, late 50s, early 60s. It doesn't really matter who the contestants are. But here is an answer given by one of the cast members of Hawaiian Eye. Move along. An evil you've never tried, but you have considered trying. Oh, an evil. Not even something illegal. An evil you've never tried. But you might be open to it, or you're giving it some thought. Cocaine. 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 Notice the audience is not whooping it up. Richard Dawson's eyes aren't bugging out, and his jaw's not dropping. And he's not talking to this person like, uh, you got a problem? You, you packing something? Uh, you turn out your pockets. I want to see what you have in there. 
Cocaine. Cocaine, by the way. Number one answer. Marijuana slash drugs. Well done. One from the heart. Okay, leave all that I raping women. That answer got a response from the audience. And that is the moment I wish Steve Harvey was on the original Family Feud. Now, the actor that gave that amazing answer, uh, his name is Ponce Ponce. He was born in Hawaii. I'm guessing that's why he was cast in Hawaiian Eye. Some authentic Hawaiians in there. He was like a cab driver. That was his role. Minorities always getting the shittiest roles. Okay, leave all that I raping women. Name an evil you've considered doing yourself. Raping women. Kind of hard to hear, but the uh, the actor is like, "Can I try again?" Oh, he wants a do-over. Well, I think you've offended enough people with that answer. Uh, <laughs> rape. Mm. Oh. Show me rape. Oh, gee, that was a beautiful answer. You may not have uh, wanted to abdicate, but at home, at this moment, they're burning your throne. Oh. In case you're wondering what the top five answers were, uh, number one, of course, was marijuana slash drugs. Two was stealing. Thought about stealing something before. Adultery, smoking cigarettes, and alcohol. Several steps away from rape. I guess ultimately, Family Feud has always been a pretty fucked up game show. Ta-da! Moving on now. There are so many people spouting absolutely crazy, insane, cuckoo, banana stuff about uh, COVID-19 and the vaccine. I thought for sure one of those people would be T. Chase. After all, he believes he can transform clouds with his mind. See this cloud? I'm going to try to turn this cloud into a square-shaped cloud. That's a a square. Make this cloud into a square-shaped cloud. Yeah, his mind is very powerful. He can make cludes disappear. He can change the shape of cludes. You don't want to mess with T-Chase. If you're made of water vapor, he can fuck you up. Naturally, it wouldn't surprise me if T-Chase believed the COVID-19 vaccine caused you to sprout a tail, become half reptilian. The 5G microchip in the vaccine causes your brain to fry. I mean, whatever these people believe. Nothing is too weird, uh, but believe it or not, T-Chase has taken the vaccine and believes that it's helping people. Hey, I just got the COVID vaccine about two weeks ago and no side effects at all. I'm so glad I got it. Um, I encourage you to get it. What a refreshingly sane take for once from T-Chase. Just to compare what uh, T. Chase is normally up to, some recent videos are entitled March 2022 Alien UFO Invasion. Was the COVID-19 epidemic created by aliens? Zombies in the Bible. References to Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster in the Bible. Well, I'm just happy T. Chase got the vaccine and hopefully he'll be producing clue disappear videos for a long, long time to come. Any last words, T-Chase? I think what's happening is 
the uh, COVID is uh, becoming the fourth husband of the apocalypse death in the Bible's book of Revelation. Oh, man, we should have quit while we were ahead. The nuttiness is starting to seep back in. Hey, speaking of the Bible, I've got a clip here of a church service. I don't know what this guy's trying to say. This is a pastor or prophet, Jeff Jensen. He believes the church as a whole is weak. The church, we are so neutered. We are. We are so neutered. We are so effeminate. Now, that's not bad in itself, but there has to be balance. See all you men sitting in the pews there? You're all sissies. Church is faggy. Everyone who's listening to me right now, you're all acting like little girls. You should be wearing sundresses and pouring little fake tea into tiny little teacups because we're having a tea party here, apparently. Like, he's just, he's very upset with the state of the church. And it's like, you're running the church, dude. I mean, come on. So, but there has to be balance. We are so neutered, so told that we're not necessary. Yeah. We are so, you know, that's not who we are. And I love the music in the background. <laughs> Jesus wasn't a wimp. I just want you to know he was he was a tough guy. Yeah. All that forgiveness and washing people's feet. Talk of love and compassion. He's a regular John Wayne. He was a man. Yeah. Love how they're trying to make Jesus fit into their narrative here of, you know, being a Christian is a masculine thing. I'm sorry. I'm not here to say going to church is a bad thing or a good thing, but singing songs like, Lord Jesus in heaven, pray to me. That's not masculine. That's not butch. Reading from a little book. That's not a manly thing to do. But the church, the church, the ecclesia, the government of God has been so neutered and so uh, turned effeminate, almost homosexual. I'm just telling you straight up. What did I just say? Church is faggy. This guy agrees with me and he's a pastor. It's it's just it's 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 ridiculous. We're men. You know, where, where, where are the men? Where's the maleness? Where is the, you know, I will defend the children. I will protect the family. The church should really be about shooting things. We need to incorporate uh, more gun action, more drinking. Instead of an altar, why can't we construct like a bar? You don't sit at pews. You sit down on the stools. You order some drinks. The bartender will lay down a bowl of pretzels. And a few sermons, you know? You know, my, my ushers at, at my church, they all pack. I mean, uh, yeah. they all pack. You know, you come to my place and you, you, you think about starting something, you're dead. They'll, they'll, they'll kill you. Now that's a church I would like to belong to. They'll shoot you because they'll protect, every, they'll, they're going to protect everybody else. You try to pull something, you're dead. I said, listen, guys, if I'm up there preaching and they're, they're, somebody comes up running, make sure you get them. I'm just killing. No sissy ushers allowed. Just, just shoot him dead. <laughs> this is the this is what goes on at church now. Maybe that's why attendance is down. Pastors are kind of making it all about themselves. They're they're big personalities, almost like they want to be influencers, say ridiculous things uh, to get attention. All right, let's move on. Um, I did want to mention that DMX, the rapper, passed away as opposed to 
DMX the accountant, whom we all know and love. Now, I am not uh, really into rap. I know that should come as a shock to most of you. I just have that look about me. You see a picture of me, you point it and you say that. That is a hardcore rap fan. Um, No, believe it or not. But uh, there is a connection between DMX and Distorted View. We have featured some remixes before. Uh, Specifically as an intro to DV, we played this Reading Rainbow uh, theme song featuring DMX. That real shit, yo. A few times. Butterfly in the sky. Come on! I can go twice as high. Let's get it on. Take a look. Nigga. In a book. (laughs) My nigga. Reading Rainbow. You think it's a game? was not made for a distorted viewer. As a matter of fact, it's got like 3 million views on YouTube. It's a great song. But as I found out, apparently DMX is remixed often. Here's a mashup between DMX and Carly Rae Jepsen. X gon' give it to you. What? Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X gon' deliver to you. Uh, knock, knock, open up the door and spread open. Let me fast forward to the chorus. It's not bad. It kind of works, right? Here's another one. I think this one's just sort of mixed with some children's music. like this one better than the Carly Rae Jepsen one. Here's a little bit of a mashup between DMX and Disturbed. This rap shit is mine. Motherfuckers are fucking dead. Fuck what you heard. (laughs) Not bad. Alright, rest in peace, DMX. Finally now, before we get into the news today. Eat my fucking snots, you bitch. Yeah, I've got some disgusting porn to share with you. Truth be told, we have featured snot fetish videos on the podcast before. It's not exactly new territory. There's there's not tons of snot porn online, though, so it's not something we feature a lot. But always looking for new stuff. I don't think we've ever played earwax or toenail fetish porn. Specifically, like, guys eating that shit. Uh, we start with a woman clipping her toenails and, like, skin from her toes into her slave's mouth. Open up. <laughs> How was it? It's very nutritive. You're going to lose some weight, for sure. You have a disgusting fat belly that we have to reduce. Toenails are sharp, and I don't think your body digests that. Like swallowing a nail or something, you're going to pierce your intestine or something you could internally bleed so i'm gonna put in a special diet (laughs) by eating my skin Mm. low carb low carb food (laughs) protein (laughs) she's loving this so after she feeds him some toenails she asks for um, a Q-tip, goes to town. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, actually, I haven't cleaned my ears for 
couple of days. Oh, you have some real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried that it was too clean, but no, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of yellowish. Long knees. Yellowish brown. <laughs> you see? And now you're going to eat it. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Oh. And now eat it. Lick it clean. <laughs> Oh, very good. Look, it's so yellow. Open up. Yes, and give me some more. Well, <laughs> Chunky, another young lady featured in this video. I think she's, uh, her specialty is snot. Don't pull away your head. Yes, that's it. Lick it off. Lick it off. Come on, come on, do it. Do it. Don't cry. Just do it. Eat it. She's she's instructing the man to eat the snot off her fingertip. Nice. Yes. Now, how's that taste like? You like that? Or you need some earwax? I bet you like that, too. Back to earwax now. Yes. You have to clean out the dirt of my fucking hose. Yes, taste that. All my dirty holes you'll be cleaning. Taste it. Don't pull away your head. Just fucking eat it. She's not using a Q-tip, by the way. She's just using her finger, right, to to get the earwax out. That's it. And the snot. That's it. Don't cry. Yeah, and uh, finally, what's this? Oh, yeah, this video doesn't uh, have a lot of great audio, like verbal audio, but you just hear a woman... Clipping her toenails over a man's open mouth. I mean, I know intellectually anything can be turned into a fetish and fetishize anything, but uh, I never really believed that uh, toenails, like guys could be turned on by toenail clippings, chewing toenail clippings. Got to be part of a foot fetish thing, right? Oh, she's really going to, really going to town, clipping those talons. Good for you. Guy seems to really enjoy it. The world is a dark, dark place, freaks. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news. Right it is time to step right on up to the sideshow, DV's member side, where you get full access to the entire archive of Distorted View Daily episodes. Well over 4,000 shows. More importantly, every week we do new exclusive programs just for Sideshow Freaks. Last week we did three, as a matter of fact. Uh, We did two exclusive shows and an extended program. Tomorrow I'll be doing another exclusive show. It's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Best of all, memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Remember, if you like the show, this is how you can help ensure that it continues for a long, long time. We've been at this for over 16 years. Sideshow Freaks are a big part of that. Also, got to say thanks to my patrons. Patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Just another way to help support this stupidity. Check it out. Patreon.com. Slash Distorted View. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Usually, typically, I'm about seven months behind on these fucking calls. 
There is a bit of a backlog on the normal voicemail, so if you want to hop to the front of the line, uh, patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, oh, looky here. We just happen to have one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. A Brower County woman is behind bars after a deadly hit-and-run crash in Boca Raton. According to police, 23-year-old Natasia Snape was driving... (laughs) Sorry. That last name is going to come into play here in just a second. According to police, 23-year-old Natasia... Not Natasha, Natasia... Natasha Snape was driving northbound in the area of 4000 North Ocean Boulevard at approximately 10.20 p.m. when she drove her car off the road onto a sidewalk. That's when, according to an arrest report, Snape hit the victim who was walking south on the sidewalk. The victim has been identified by authorities as Sandra Fowerstein. She was rushed to Delray Medical Center where she was pronounced dead. Powerstein was U.S. District Court Judge for the Eastern District of New York. Acting U.S. Attorney... Mar- oh, this woman is fucked. You, you ran over a judge? I bet you she's going to have a hard time even finding a lawyer that, that would be willing to take her case. You gonna fry, bitch! Luckily, don't worry, freaks. This woman has an amazing defense lined up. Hold on. All right. Uh, yes, Powerstein was U.S. District Court Judge for the Eastern District of New York. Acting U.S. Attorney Mark J. Lesko said in a tweet, As we mourn her tragic death, we also remember Judge Powerstein's unwavering commitment to justice and service to people of our district and our nation. Police said Snape did not stop her car after hitting Powerstein. It really was a hit-and-run situation. She continued going, striking a six-year-old boy. (laughs) Well, now she's on a spree. All right, so she also ran over a boy who was crossing Ocean Boulevard in the crosswalk before re-entering the roadway and continuing northbound. Look, she had places to be. The boy was hospitalized, but authorities said on Sunday that he has since been released. Released without legs? Those had to be amputated, but he's still alive. You might just see him rolling around Ocean Boulevard. Humpty Dumpty style. All right. Uh, the boy was hospitalized, but authorities said on Sunday that he has since been released. No word on if, you know, any of the legs had to have been amputated. I think he's okay. I think the, the news story would have said if, if a leg had to have been lobbed off there. As Boca Raton police officers investigated the incident, they were contacted by Delray Beach police who advised that Snape's vehicle had crashed in their jurisdiction near the intersection of Southeast 10th Street and 6th Avenue. Police said Snape exited the vehicle and, while being treated by first responders, began screaming. She's upset. This is all a big inconvenience for her. Never mind the person she killed and the six-year-old boy she ran over. But all right, she got out of the car and she was screaming and fighting with medics. She was shouting that she was Harry Potter. And there's the Snape connection. First of all, bitch, if you were Harry Potter, the second before you hit the woman, you would have used your levitation charm. You would have lifted your car way up in the air or lifted the woman. Wingardium Leviosa or whatever. My theory is that uh, she's not mentally ill, this woman. She's just seen one too many celebrities use their name 
to get out of legal trouble. She knows she's not Harry Potter, but her last name is Snape, so it was worth a try. Hey, 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 do you ever read those Harry Potter books? Do you ever see the movie? No Snape? That's me. Fingers trembling slightly, Harry grabbed his package and pulled while enjoying a gentle tickling sensation, pausing every now and then to scratch his ass, which was itching like some weird crab. Holding his dick in one hand, Harry pulled out a belt, which he buckled tightly around it, as though frightened it might explode. Harry Potter propped open a large black leather cunt against the pillow. Harry pushed his dick inside it. He needed to exercise a lot of self-control, not to empty his balls at once. The tip of his dick shuddered, spraying Harry with spunk. Harry was grinning more broadly than ever. As long as he didn't leave spots of spunk on the sheets, his aunt and uncle need never know. Just a little bit from the lesser-known Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Black Leather Cunt by J.K. Rowling and Cassette Boy. Doing amazing, amazing work there. Second story we have for you today. Four teenage girls, ranging in age from 12 to 14, have been arrested on juvenile court charges of setting a fire that destroyed an unoccupied Ferndale house earlier this month, sending a police officer and a firefighter to the hospital. These twisted bitches are facing multiple charges of felony arson as well as causing catastrophe, which is a pretty cool charge. Yeah, I went to jail for causing a catastrophe trespassing and endangering another person. Sounds like the typical shit teenage girls are up to. They're so mean. Chief John Blake said the girls are accused of starting the April 3rd fire in a duplex using numerous aerosol sprays, including bug sprays and Lysol. They placed a shoebox on the couch and threw lit pieces of paper into the box that had been sprayed with accelerant. This sounds like something teenage boys would do. Not to be sexist or anything. Uh, the girls became suspects after reportedly posting a Snapchat video. Yeah, that Well, that sounds like a girl thing to do. Uh, yes, the girls became suspects after reportedly posting a Snapchat video, confessing and showing off their crimes. Yes, it showed the video showed themselves starting the fire. There doesn't even really need to be a trial. Just just play that video, I guess. Uh, Photographs surfaced of the girls when they returned to the scene a short time later to watch the fire and see their handiwork. Asked by police why they set the blaze, the girls said, quote, they were bored. You know, uh, as I've mentioned before, I had a uh, my best friend growing up was a girl. And uh, while we were very close, there were times when we just kind of went our own way spent time with other friends. I spent time with my guy friends. Yes, I had guy friends. I mean, Joey. I would still so fuck that tiny dick faggot because he kind of has a cute face. Butch, cock-sucking Joey. By the way, it should be pointed out that uh, Joey wasn't calling this guy a faggot. The dude that Joe was watching, we were watching a video, I guess, and it was one of those humiliation videos, and it was a guy who was like, I want you to call me a tiny dick faggot. Make me worship you. And Joe just said, look, I would totally suck that tiny dick faggot. He's got a pretty face. All right. Uh, I don't want you thinking Joe's homophobic or anything. 
I, I remember the uh, the first guy that Joe blew in his car. It was in high school. He Joey was driving it around, and his dad's like <laughs> Oldsmobile '88, or he like some giant fucking mattress of a car had really soft fabric seating. It was like velour or something. Guy that Joey was blowing came all over the seat, and uh, that the cum just wouldn't come out. It was, it was like a white stain. It was really a badge of honor for Joe. His dad was like, what did you do to the seat of my car? Told you not to eat ice cream in here. And Joe was like, oh, sorry, dad. That's what it is. A dairy stain. Anyway, so uh, as a teenager, you know, I uh, had, you know, my best friend was a girl. And uh, I didn't know what the hell she was doing with the, with her girlfriends. Uh, they, they would have sleepovers and stuff. And I said, well, what the, what do you do during sleepovers? Like, occasionally I would spend the night over a friend's house, but we would just be, like, playing on the computer, playing video games, looking at four-color porno images. <laughs> That's a real thing I did once. My friend had a, a computer, like an older computer, which could only display CGA graphics. Like now computers can display, what, like 16.8 million colors or something? Before that... Computers could only display 256 colors. And before that, only 16 colors. And before that, you could display 16 colors, but only four colors at a time. So, the, And there were, there were set palettes, right? So you could view an image with the colors white, black, magenta, and blue. That was one palette, right? Or you could view the image in like green, brown, yellow and black that was another palette and so you would you know if you wanted to look at an image like a real picture you, you start cycling through these set palettes trying to find one that looks somewhat realistic and it's impossible because again it's only four colors there was another palette where it was like yellow red black and green i think and so I was over at my friend's house and he's like, my uncle has these discs that are just full of like nudie images. And he would load them up on the computer and it would be like, they would be like, they look like aliens, like a human being with blue skin, magenta nipples, or you could cycle through and make her skin green with brown nipples. You know, it was really bizarre. Anyway, uh, again, uh, the point of this is I asked, I was asking my friend who was a girl, like, what do you do during your little sleepover things that you have with your with your girlfriends? And just, she was like, oh, you know, we'd, we'd uh, exchange makeup, we'd, we'd trade makeup, watch movies with cute boys in it, like Jonathan Brandis, <laughs> watching Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield, and then, you know, playing games and stuff, truth or dare. You know, girly things that I, I just feel like those type of activities are not in vogue anymore. Now when girls get together, like if they want to look at cute guys, their male classmates will just send them over dick pics, probably. Right? I mean, they all have cell phones. 12, 13, 14 year old girls can find whatever it is they want. It's scary to think about, but it's true. They don't need to be sharing makeup tips or trading makeup. They can just watch YouTube tutorials on their own. So when girls do get together, what are they? They've got nothing to do. They're bored out of their mind. Of course, they're going to set shit on fire. It's the same type of activities that boys do because they're easily bored as well. 
All right, an Upper Yoder Township police officer was taken to the uh, hospital for treatment of smoke inhalation, and an Upper Yoder Township firefighter was treated at the hospital for a medical issue. Athlete's foot. It had nothing to do with this fire. Just trying to get time off. All right, the juveniles were released into the custody of their parents or guardians, and their cases will be heard in Cambria County Juvenile Court. Uh, Police... Fire marshal and insurance representatives are still calculating damage estimates. It was pretty much uh, an entire duplex that caught on fire, so the restitution is going to be large. Chief John Blake said, I'm just thankful the injuries weren't more severe or these girls could be facing homicide charges. Go ahead and try to pinch me for murder. None of them charges are going to stick. I'm Harry Potter, bitch. Everyone's Harry Potter. That's like the newest defense. All right, uh, the Chiefs Head authorities are also looking at the four in connection with another attempted arson earlier in the day when a nearby home was broken into and a mattress set on fire. This is a gang of bad bitches. All right, final story we have for you today. A man who decided to end his time browsing adult sites online. Okay, so he has decided to stop masturbating and watching porn. Okay, just say it. I know what you mean, browsing adult sites. All right, a man who decided to end his time browsing adult sites online has left a surprisingly touching farewell message. The Pornhub user, who goes by the name Lil Dub one explained that he had finally found love, and so he no longer wanted or needed to scroll the X-rated platform. Oh, yeah, give it a few months. Once the sex starts dying down, who are you going to turn to? Your old friend Pornhub. And she's going to be right there with arms wide open waiting for you. Even though you're treating her poorly right now. She's a, she's a very forgiving mistress. All right. Uh, <laughs> his emotional note appeared as a comment beneath a video on the porn site, but has since gone viral on social media with readers divided over its sentiment. Now, what I really want to know is what video was he watching? That I don't know. I just see the comment on Pornhub. And that comment reads... Boys, I am here not to watch, but to announce my retirement. My retirement of jacking off. I have officially found the one person that is right for me. She's brilliant, beautiful, and loyal. Every day I wake up and realize how happy she makes me. The reason I am done watching porn is because it feels wrong. Almost as if I'm cheating. How cute. I hope one day you guys that are reading this find the same thing I have and I know you will all miss me and I will miss you too. Lil J-Dub signing off. A screen grab of the message was shared on Twitter on Monday and has since been liked more than 400,000 times. So it's news. Uh, It was retweeted retweeted more than 68,000 times. While some have praised the move, hailing Lil J-Dub as a shining example to other partners, Others argue that abstaining from porn is an unnecessary move in a relationship. One Twitter user commented, I want what the girl dating this guy has. Another person wrote, if only people actually had this thought process. And another said, wish my boyfriend was like this. I hate that we normalize watching porn in relationships. I have an excuse. I have I have to watch porn for my job. One critic commented, I don't know. I feel like abstaining from porn and all that while in a relationship isn't a great option. It's basically saying to your partner, okay, now you're responsible for all of my sexual needs. And that's an unfair expectation to put on them. 
while others suggested that the uh, couples could enjoy adult content together as part of a loving relationship. One person wrote that both they and their fiancé watch porn together, and we've never been stronger. We've grown as a couple, and we've learned so much about what turns each other on. For instance, he likes it when I clip my toenails in his mouth. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. There are many ways to contact the show. Uh, longtime listeners, I'm sure, know them all. But let me just review show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Send along links to funny news stories, clips uh, of audio or video you think might be DV worthy. Whatever you got, send it my way. Uh, I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. And most importantly, 206 666 4463. That's our voicemail line. Call in, say hi. Love to hear from you. Uh, we've got a few patrons checking in, though. Get to that hey, first. Hey, dickhead, it's that sort of trash. Guess who just called up five bucks so he doesn't have to wait to hear his voicemail? That's right, me. So, you're welcome. Fuck you. And I love you. <laughs> People are so angry. I finally got him. Got, got him to fuck over that five dollars. Uh, I hope that voice, hearing yourself, uh, was worth it. Uh, moving on. Timmy Boo, what it do? This is a sad show member. Kubert checking in. Uh, hey, it's been Kubert. a minute. Um, hey, I was listening to the uh, volumetric vagina show the other day, and uh, during one of the stories, one of the news stories, you mentioned how the uh, the 1600 address keeps coming up. Yeah, I just noticed that. Like, in my mind... You know, whenever we read a news story and then uh, they describe the general area where the, the shit's taking place, it's always in the 1600 block of X, you know, street. And uh, shitty news stories. And I just got to say, you missed a wonderful opportunity to drop some bad Wesley Snipes one-liners in there. If you remember the... I don't think I know any Wesley Snipes one-liners. Cheesy late 90s uh, murder drama murder at 1600 which opens with a uh, very overly serious wesley snipes saying i've got a murder at 1600 pennsylvania avenue an address that changes all the rules and then of course you know you can just tag that right on he says that in i i've got a murder at 1600 pennsylvania avenue the address that changes all the rules. To a number of other great Wesley Snipes one-liners like Blade, some motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill. Anyways, I could go on. Uh, but I think it was a missed opportunity. Anyways, sorry. Uh, one more thing I'm going to get out of here. Uh, have you considered maybe making a soundboard for Sideshow members or Patreon subscribers? Um, I haven't done a soundboard because I don't know how to. But uh, if you go back in the archives of the... Uh, uh, the, the patron Patreon thing, I don't know Patreon account. I don't know. One of my posts early on was a collection of um, uh, often used sound clips, like a zip file. Uh, I think like fifty or sixty. I may have done a couple sound packs uh, that way. There are so many sound clips that I would love to be able to reference from the show yeah. from time to time, and or uh, make them ringtones. I think that'd be a great perk. Anyways, keep up the good work. It can't be that hard to do, uh, like, an HTML5 soundboard type thing. Back in the day, we've, we would have just used Flash, but Flash is no longer a thing. Yes, caller. Hi, you fucking faggot. Yep. Goddamn. Man. 
Possible man, I ate a goddamn dead meat sandwich and I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> the only reason I'm playing this call all the way through is because it's on the Patreon line. Pretty sure that was David Hasselhoff calling in. <laughs> sandwich. Is Wendy's on the floor? Hey, Tim. Long-time caller, first-time listener, Edgelord Trash here, calling from the Amazon Prime van. By the way, this uh, voicemail is from January, and he's probably been waiting months and months to hear his call. Got frustrated, and that's why he's forking over the $5 for the special Patreon line. Spare. Little update for you. As you may recall, I got promoted to a management position at my company. Hey, congrats. Well, the good news is they still haven't caught on and figured out that I'm a massive fraud. The bad news is they still haven't caught on and found out that I'm a massive fraud. So let's see how long we can keep this gravy train rolling, huh? Yeah. Uh, no other comments than that, but love you, Timmy Boo. How are you a fraud exactly? Are you not qualified for the job that you are uh, currently in, the position you're in, or...? What? Timmy Boo. This is a Sideshow member and Patreon member of Lifetime Sideshow. Uh, Dave from Florida. Oh, hey, Dave. It's uh, January 28th, I believe. I'm in traffic, as you might hear, and uh, had a crummy day, and uh, you're making me laugh a lot. I appreciate it. That's what I love about the show. It's you. Uh, love you. Oh, thank Bye. you. It's, it's very... Rare that we end on such a positive voicemail, and I don't think I'm going to push my luck and play anymore. So now's a great time to stop. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Raping women. Oh! the distortion std tell all your friends about the show don't forget to write us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts uh don't forget tomorrow's episode is going to be sideshow exclusive want to hear it you got to sign up superfreaksideshow.com otherwise i will be back here on wednesday until then have a great day Joel, this is Danny, and uh, I just wanted to say that I love you, and uh, welcome to my MySpace, and uh, I hope you uh, enjoy uh, the uh, rest uh, of the uh, day that uh, you're going through, and uh I hope we uh, have a good relationship with each other. I love you. Bye. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.